Hi, Dave Hodges here with an impromptu discussion with Bob Griswold about some critical issues of the day. And I know uh, things are going viral on our website and here where I posted my interview with Mike Adams last night. And uh, this uh, is following up on the heels of that interview with some very timely topics. Bob and I are going to talk about what we refer to as end of empire issues. And uh, I think it's critical that we take a look at what history teaches us why empires end, because America is entering that realm right now. Uh, my name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and that's what you are paying attention to right now. And we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we need your help in sharing this message so we can unenslave many more people than that. We're brought to you by uh, two sponsors that you need to be thinking about. Now, listen, I don't know how bad this flu is going to get in America. I'm, you know, I have people around me that are panicking, you know, prepare, don't panic. And secondly, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know if China is going to repeat here. Viruses burn out. We, and I know the transmissibility rate is really high, estimated between 2.6 and 3.8. I get that. But let's forget all the hysteria. What are you going to need? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, okay, communication, all that stuff. Okay, let's start with the food and water. I can help you with the food at 47% off for a two-week emergency kit. You can buy multiple kits, multiple because the price is so good. Same restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life, preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have water. Can't eat without the water. And you won't usually have trouble finding standing water. You'll have trouble finding drinkable standing water. And the Naval War College tells us four or five days into a crisis, waterborne illnesses as a cause of death go up dramatically. So you really want to have the Alexa Pure Pro Filter. And on the site, waterwithdave.com, there is research there that shows you how good this product is. Research, not testimonials, scientific research. So you want to go to waterwithdave.com. And for a short time while supplies last, 40% off. This will save lives, food and water. We're going to be talking with Bob Griswold here in just a second. He has a company. You know that company, ReadyMadeResources.com. Bob is our prepper expert here on the Common Sense Show. And he has everything from night vision to communication. So you want to pay attention to what Bob has to say, because this could be, if this goes south with the virus, if this goes south, ladies and gentlemen, this could be your last chance to get prepped. Because if they enact martial law, you're not going to be allowed out of your house. So you need to understand what I'm telling you right now is this may be your last chance to get prepped. But I am not saying the sky is falling because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if this virus is going to burn out. But would you rather be safe or sorry? I choose to be safe. Preparewithdave.com, waterwithdave.com, readymaderesources.com. Those are three areas you need to pay attention to and make sure your preps are up to date. Bob, welcome to the show, my friend. I'm glad you could join us. It's always great to have you. We get such a good reaction when you're on. I know you're helping a lot of people, but we're going to talk about these end of empire issues. And I think it's important that, Amer that Americans know America is not going to last forever. So what we're doing right now is trying to hang on to what we got. Absolutely, Dave. And thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be here. I want to read something to you. This is on the supplier that supplies our N95 masks. And this is, I want to relate this into a broader topic. 3M has announced that the um, 
Oh, I agree. I, I hear. I hear what you're saying. Absolutely, uh, Bob. Let me just well, tell you, Bob. Let me. collusion. This was a phone call placed to our business 
wanting to buy every N95 mask we could get our hands on and send them to China. Now, again, we wouldn't do that. Uh, we would keep them for the people in the United States in case the pandemic broke out here. Amen, brother. But that is that is an extremely valuable data point to say somebody is taking this massively serious. And the fact that these are in global allocation right now. Now, we do have some. I don't know how long they'll last. I think we'll probably, you know, whatever. If, if we get our next supply, we were supposed to get a big supply. I don't know if we will. I'll we'll wait and find out. But anyhow. Um, Bob, I got a couple. Of, I got a couple of breaking things here that tie right into what you're talking about. Um, I've got a report that uh, two Chicago, two Chicago police quarantine because they had access to Chinese visitors. Uh, that's one. And uh, while you were talking, I got a text message from a source, one of three sources in the last three days I've had that tell me that they've been informed they'll probably be on lockdown on their military bases beginning in about a week. What do you make of that? Well, uh, again, this is what I tell people. Um, you know, let me just give you a case in point. I was at SHOT Show this, uh, this past uh, week, and uh, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of people there, and plus all the other people that normally go to Vegas. But uh, what I was noticing is that there were a lot of Chinese businesses there, um, people from China. Now, when they're not committing economic espionage, which that does go on, I mean, you see five Chinese at a booth, supposedly, and there's only one there, and the rest of them are roaming the floor. We actually had a vendor that brought out a new product, and they had Chinese people come by trying to take pictures of it, and look at it, and that was they were trying to you know, knock it off. But, I mean, you know, you have all this, these Chinese people there that came over from China. They're, they just recently came over because shot shows only a few days. They fly over here and then leave. I mean, who's to say they didn't leave a calling card? And I was just noticing because Joshua, my son, was with me. And I said, Joshua, going up the escalators, doing anything like that. Don't touch the handles. Don't do that. We were carrying hand sanitizer. If you shake somebody's hand, use the hand sanitizer. Sterilize your hands. Just follow some good, decent protocols. Um, we had ammonium chloride, we wiped our door handles down with it and at the hotel room, all those types of things, just to make sure that we gave ourselves, you know, you can't be a hundred percent, but we gave ourselves a fairly good, uh, understanding of breaking any type of transmission rate. Be curious to see what happens because I'm just saying shot show with there's people from all over the country, all over the world there. I mean, and then they get on airplanes and fly back all over the world. Yeah. Bob, what do you, That's all I'm gonna say. what do you make about the reports of these bases going to be locked down or certain personnel not being allowed to leave? Well, I think you said it was communication personnel that they're doing. I mean, one of them tell you everything. One of them. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, you know, again, if there was an outbreak, I'm not saying it would happen. I'm saying it could happen that, you know, if there was an outbreak in a city and, and to prevent panic, they might restrict cell phone access. I mean, you know, a, a backhoe cut a line, of course, and the cell phones went down, um, you know, or IP address, you know, satellite, something happened to it. I mean, you know, it, it, there's always a convenient excuse why it goes down. But, you know, again, you'd be at the mercy of using ham radio to communicate outside the quarantine zone. And so, uh, again, this is why I've been preaching about the, the need for ham radio for so long, because it will be the only effective means of communication in a scenario like that. Um, night vision, you know, uh, again, 
They don't have to ban it. It's not been banned. Nobody's confiscating. Nobody's coming to your door to take it. Right. It's all a matter of fact of whether you can get it or not. Right now, it's available. But you let a global incident happen that that, that particular item was needed, and it would be gone. Um, the case in point, after Fukushima, you could not buy a radiation meter. You could not buy potassium iodate for love or money. You couldn't get it. It was gone. And it took about 18 months for it to catch back up. That's the world, the global demand on that government put on it. And governments, as we talked about, have first rights to that material, that those types of items. If there's a need, it doesn't matter if you have it on order. They can come in and take it, and they get first grabs of it. Uh, Dave, your food. I gave you a case in point where after um, Hurricane Katrina, people had cases of tractor trailers of MREs. The government paid for it all, but they took it all. Um, same thing with the potassium iodate. And so I don't want to alarm people. I'm just saying that, you know, we call it prepare. Now, we say that word, but we don't ever dissect the word. Pre means before. You know, we prepare before the incident, before these things happen. I mean, you know, you know I see people right now selling... 1860 mask, three of them. My wife and I were looking up three masks. Somebody's asking fifty-five dollars for them. What do they cost? Fifty-five dollars for three of them. What do they cost? Oh, you, you normally, I mean, the price has gone up wholesale, but normally you get it for about twenty-five, thirty dollars a box. Twenty of them. Oh. So, I mean. Again, it's prepare. We prepare for food, water, all these things. And, and what I want to talk about, we're getting a little bit off, but, you know, Dave, the reason um, I, I talked about this so much is because I, I guess I, I really have a love for history. History is one of the greatest educators we have. And, and there's two sayings I love. History doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. And if you fail to understand the lessons of history, you're doomed to relive them. And so, but what we see in America right now is what I would consider end of empire issues. And, and so even in the entire world, I mean, the whole world's followed this global globalist pattern. And I think that what we're seeing in China, I mean, I think these earth changes, these volcanoes going off, the earthquakes, all these things, it goes back to the Bible where Jesus said they're like birth pains. You know, we, anybody who's ever been around a woman who's gone through birth knows, you know, they might start an hour apart, but by that, you know, then they get 30 minutes apart, then they get 20 minutes apart, 10 minutes apart, five minutes apart. They get more and more frequent until the birth happens. And I, I they, with every fiber of my being, I believe we're heading into that age. I think we're heading there at, at rapid breakneck speed. And so if that's the case, then we are going to be seeing more and more of this stuff happening. I mean, in the Bible, it talks about that the, these diseases would be run, running rampant, and that at two times during what the Bible calls the Great Tribulation, a quarter of the population of the world would die, and a third of the world's population would die. But I always want to point out, his mercy endures forever. God's mercy endures forever, and he always warns his people, as he warned Noah, as he warned Joseph, as he warned the people in Jerusalem to get out when they saw an army surrounding the city. If you have ears to hear what he says, he'll warn you and tell you what to do. Noah had to put food on the ark. Noah had to put water on the ark. Noah had to build an ark. Noah had to build silos. Joseph had to do logistics. So these people that say, I'm just going to have faith, well, that, that's one thing. And if, if you want to do that, if you want to go to that pattern, that's fine. Um, 
I would say you're, I would liken you to the guy who says, I know the flood's coming and I know God will provide a piece of driftwood for me to hang on to. Um, if that's, if that's your plan, that's your plan. And I'm not going to say any more about it. I think it's, well, I do think it's foolish, but, um, I think with the scriptural, um, the evidence we have that God always warns ahead of time and has people take precaution. And, you know, we, we always go back to the first and foremost thing. I go back to Abraham, you know, when, when Abraham, his nephew, Lot was kidnapped, um, Lot had three things on his, I mean, uh, no, uh, Abraham had three things on his side when he went to go rescue Lot. First of all, he had the moral integrity to do it. He just didn't sit there and go, well, I'm that happy in my realm. My family's okay. That's my brother's son. Let my brother deal with it. I mean, you know, no, he had the moral courage to do something. I think I met um, Craig uh, Sawman Sawyer, the guy who, uh, former Navy SEAL, and the guy who helps rescue children. Uh, from sex slavery at shop show. I mean, what a guy! When I gave him a hug, I felt like I, when I hit when I gave him a bro hug on the back, I felt like I was grabbing armor plate. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't want to mess with the guy. Um, but you know, he has that guy has the moral courage to do what is right, and Abraham had the moral courage to do what is right. He also had the choice men of his family. He he had men who were trained for battle. They were physically able to do what needed to be done. Now, that can be also applied to the spiritual. So some people might not have the physique to do that, but they, they, they can absolutely pray on their knees and become very strong spiritually. And the same thing, Abraham, his, his, these men had weapons. They actually had material. That's the preparation stuff. That's the physical preparation. And again, you might not have all the money to buy the preparation, but you can sure have the weapons of our warfare with the spiritual weapons. And so this is what God is calling people these uh, in this day and age to be, we have the moral integrity to do what is right, no matter what the cost. We do what is right. Two, we're, we're, we're men and women of valor. We, 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 we have either the spiritual um, strength or the physical strength to endure the battle of the day. And three, then we actually have the weapons and the tools to need. I mean, an army marches on its feet. You have to have food. An army doesn't march without food. An army doesn't march without weapons. An army doesn't march without water. And, and today, an army doesn't march without communication or night vision. They just don't do it. So you can, to me, that's a very powerful analogy of where we should be heading as believers and as conservative people today. I think that's a perfect typology of what we need to be doing. Because as I said, we're at end of empire. And I just want to go over some data points so that people can think about this. Because uh, we put it all under a big umbrella. People can look at it and go, hmm, you know, maybe there's something to this. Okay, what are those, uh, what are those Bob? What, let's go to those data points. Okay. Uh, one, the breakdown of faith. I mean, Christian, the Christian faith is drying up in this country. The Christian faith is a, being apostate in this country. Christian faith is being turned into people exploiting you for money. Uh, you know, they don't preach the gospel anymore. We see the, the, the absolute rise of occultism in this country, where, you know, witchcraft and those types of religions are growing exponentially. We see the growing of, of Islam in this country, where Christianity has absolutely become an apostate. A sore scab on the history of Christianity in this country. That's what it's become. Um, two, we see the absolute catastrophic breakdown of the family. You know, we're only one in three, uh, what is it, but only 30% of young men today are raised by their biological father. That one data point alone, Dave, our nation will not survive it. That's well, going to be that. Bob, what was that? What was that percentage again? 
30, only 30% 30 of young men today are raised by their biological father. 50% of marriages today, 50% of children today born in the United States are born out of wedlock with only a mother to raise them. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's staggering, the social implications of this. You know, what, what we've seen in the black community where welfare has – the black community should be a very, very strong family unit. And the, the welfare came in, and its job was to break the family apart, to divorce the man out of the family so that the woman could get her help from the government instead of being a family unit where the husband provides you know, not only financial but moral leadership to the children. But we see that spreading throughout the entire country, and it, it's having catastrophic effects. Um, so, so we see this absolute breakdown of the family. I mean, we don't need to say about the breakdown of morals. I mean, my gosh, the sanctity of marriage broken down, any kind of moral um, standard that has been a moral standard for 6,000 years is now turned on its head and called whatever, you know, they have some type of ism for it. Uh, you know, you know, it, where it's, it, it is, it is a bad thing and not a thing. And the, and what was once perverse and debasing is now esteemed as what is right and virtuous. Um, again, uh, you know, men and women used to read in this country. We used to study. We used to be knowledgeable people. You, you can go on social media, YouTube, and watch, you know, college graduates when they walk down the city and ask them who, you know, George Washington was. When was the Civil War? When was the American Revolution? You know, any basic question of either history, science, whatever. And, and they're completely ignorant of it because entertainment has taken over. And I forgot who said this, but they said where entertainment increases, civilization decreases. And, you know, that's what happened to Rome. You look at it, I mean, bread and circus. I mean, they gave them food and they just sat there and watched people being butchered. And so, you know, it, society became where they weren't teaching real art anymore. I mean, you know, I can put a turd on a piece of paper today and the liberals call it art and sell it for $100,000. Where, you know, they, then they mock people like Rembrandt or, or uh, you know, uh, Monet or any of these great artists of past Da Vinci. I mean, they mock them. As just you know, angry white men or whatever white people, whatever they whatever they mock them as, but they, they they actually put a turd on a piece of paper and call it art. So we see the complete debasing of our society through entertainment, through the arts, um, and and then again they they just watch this abominable stuff on TV that just absolutely is morally, I mean, it is moral cesspool garbage stuff we pump into our brains. Uh, we see them mocking the family in our entertainment, mocking maleness, uh, everything. Um, again, the exponential rise of drug addiction in this country, where you know one in five Americans are alcoholics, and we've seen the opiate ad ad addiction, the, the benzodiazepine addiction, and, and big pharma pushing it all. It, it, uh, there's nothing more occultic than this level of drug addiction in our country. I, was just, I just found somebody, you know, who's going through a difficult time, and um, uh, and the doctors put him on benzodiazepines, and now he can't get off of them because they're massively addictive. He was, instead of going through the difficult time and and enduring that, um, you know, they, they give him a chemical, and they know what this chemical will do. They know the dependency this chemical brings about in a person, so they can't get him off of them. And these, these drugs are just massively dangerous to take over long term. 
and you, the, the addiction is severe and it takes sometimes years to get off of them. Um, uh, again, we look at the food in this country. The, the, you know, when, when, when societies are on the, the, the decline, we see the consumption of food becoming one of the important items of the day. I mean, we don't eat to live, we live to eat. And we just see just massive consumption of food today in our country because people, they're, they're bored. They don't have anything to do. They, they've been completely gutted out by the education system, by the religious system. They're gutted out, and they're trying to satisfy something inside. Um, you know, I, I'm actually reading this, uh, a quote today by C.S. Lewis. It says, you know, the whole entire tragedy of the human race and it's 6,000 years is because man has tried to find something or someone to replace God. And, and that's what we do. And we see this in our society today that this consumption of drugs, alcohol, food, whatever it is, is a sign of a declining empire. Um, our borders are left unattended. I mean, we just see this massive influx of people who do not understand what a republic is, do not appreciate a republic. They're coming here because they have politicians that will promise them free stuff. And our country is being flooded. We see politicians of this um, OAC and this, all these other politicians that have come to power because they've, they've flooded certain districts or people who vote for them just because of the promises of what they've given. So our borders are open. We've been flooded with just everything, and, and we see diseases coming in, the rise of different diseases because, you know, the, the, you're not checking it. And our money's debased. I mean, how much, Dave? How much are they pumping into the uh, repo market every week or month? Yeah, I, I don't know the exact. Do you know? I don't. Do you have? I don't have the amount. I know they put trillions in in the aggregate. I don't know what they're putting in over what time frame. Yeah, and and, and the low birth rate. I mean, we're not making children anymore. You take all that together, all those data points together, and, and then the, the loss of history. We don't, all, we no longer even know our history. I mean, again, I mentioned the thing, mentioned this on the last program when they were asking this college-educated person um, uh, when was George Bush president, and they said 1760. And it was like, and then even if that's what they said. I'm not kidding you. That's what they said. And and the guy, the guy interviewing says, no, he's a recent president. And the person started laughing. So here we have a person laughing at their own ignorance. I mean, they think it's funny. Like, I don't know this. And yet they don't realize because you don't know it, you can be so easily manipulated. You know, that's why the, the, the deep state has destroyed the teaching of history in schools because they can know that if you don't know history, if you don't know the cycles of what man has been through and learned lessons from, I mean, people wanting communism today, people wanting Sheikh Guevara. I mean, the guy was a, a homophobic mass murderer who hates black people. Yes, I know. I mean, that's what he was. I know. And, and, and we celebrate him because why? We don't know the history. He looks cool. Hey, he looks cool. Put him on a t-shirt and he looks cool. But if you really knew what he represented, would you wear that guy's t-shirt? I mean, would anybody who's homosexual wear it? Would anybody who's, no. you know, uh, black wear it? No, because he hated those people. I know. And, yeah, and absolutely. So, Dave, these are the aggregate signs that I just want to talk about. And, and again, so I wanted to go through this quickly because I want to get to the end of hope. I, I don't want to leave this message without hope. God's mercy, his love is shown to those that fear him. He is, he is forgiving. He is merciful. And, and today, in all this mess that we see going on around us, we see these earth changes happening, volcanoes, I mean, all over the planet, this is this exponential rise of 
volcanoes, earthquakes, uh, these global pandemics, this, this, this racial hatred, the war that breaks out, all these things Jesus predicted as we arrive at the end of the age. And he promises those who fear him and obey him that he will never leave them, never forsake them, Psalm 91, that he will cover them with his, I mean, it's metaphorical, his wing to protect them as a, as a hen gathers her, her chicks under her wing to protect them. That, that metaphor is what God will do for us. Yep. He will warn us. I mean, if you can't take these data points, Dave, and, and be warned by them and look at them and say, hmm, this isn't 1950s America anymore. You and I grew up in that time. We remember what it was like. This is some very, very it catastrophic is. events that are happening in our world yeah. and in our country. Well, Bob, I wanted to get these on the record, uh, this being a short broadcast, and you did a great job uh, identifying these uh, data points. Um, let's talk a little bit about, because uh, uh, you come on here as our resident prepping expert. Let's take about two or three minutes and let's talk about what you can offer the public to increase their chances of survival should this uh uh, virus absolutely go crazy. Well, first of all, we're in a battle, a war. Now, I'm not talking about gun war. We pull our AR-15s and shoot each other. Yeah. I'm talking about a spiritual war for our hearts and minds. And the most important area, as one general said, the most the, the most important area of this battlefield is the six inches in between your ears. You know, we need to train our mind for action. We need to educate ourselves. You can have all the stuff in the world, but if you're not trained, if you're not, I don't know, if people, if you've never been in a crisis situation before, if you don't know what that feels like, if you, if you, if you try to live a comfortable life, if you, if you avoid conflict, if you avoid this war that is upon us, the spiritual war that's upon us, then you're not going to be equipped to fight in the day when it's necessary. And so the first and foremost thing we need to do is, as what I said, we need to train ourselves morally to be men and women of valor and courage. Because the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And that's what we need to be, bold, powerful, and that God will give us the ability to be that. And at the same time, then we need to look at and say, as Noah, Joseph, and, and other examples in the Bible, to take the time we have now and to learn the skills of survival. I mean, if you look at history, whether it was Nazi Germany, whatever, um, you know, when, when this stuff came, there were, there were underground movements, but they, they had stockpiled things. They learned how to do things. Um, and, and so now is this time we have to, to you know, stockpile, to learn, and to put our faith into action, because this is no more theoretical. It's it's not not it's not a, you know just something we sit around the fire and talk prepper talk and kind of stimulate each other. The theoreticals out the door, Dave. We're face to face with the brutality of what has come upon us. I agree. That word brutality. I agree. The seriousness of the hour is upon us. But Bob, we got about a absolutely. We got about a minute left in this segment. So what I'd like you to do is to pick out one product you think that people need to take a look at getting if they don't already have it. Well, I would say the, the dual tracks of the railroad train, food and water, magnesium communication. Um, because those two, those four products there 
will allow you, I mean, without the communication night vision, you can't protect your food and water. Without the food and water, you can't use your night vision and communication. They are married together. The ability to protect and the ability to provide. That's a married combination there. Protect, provide. Provide water, food, protect, night vision, communication, and of course firearms in there. But, I mean, that's what I would tell people is the absolute quintessential important thing that people get and, and, and if you don't have it, get it. Because one day, I predict that you're going to read that due to a global pandemic, the food supplies have been globally allocated. Whatever. You feel put in food supply with whatever the government will need, food, water, night vision, communication, medicine, any, anything, has been globally allocated. And when that happens, the ability to prep is over. And, and you're going to be at the mercy of whoever and whatever tells you to do what you need to do to get what you absolutely have to have. Absolutely. I think that's great. Bob, how do people get a hold of you? I know you consult with people for free, unlike a lot of preppers. So how do they get a hold of you to find out more about these products? Well, they can call me at 800-627-3809. I know they had how to get in touch with you, but um, I, I think I think two phone calls should be made tomorrow, one to you and one to me. Um, and again, not just, just to educate ourselves more than anything, educate ourselves uh, of the uses of these products. And again, these products, if you don't have the moral strength of character, if you don't have the physical or spiritual stamina, the, the material products won't do you much good. So you want to be morally strong. Like that, you want to be, you know, you have to have men of valor, men and women of valor out there, and then you want to have the, the material products so that you can provide for your family and defend your family with what is coming. Because I, I don't know the end of this disease, but I do know the trend of where we're going. History teaches me some excellent lessons here, and where we're heading is to a collapse of, of unbelievable proportion. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear when my life is going so well. And I thought we were making headway with President Trump, but I, I hear what you're saying. Absolutely. Bob, give out your phone number, please. 800-627-3809. Dave, I want to end with one thing. This is a message of hope because God, if you seek him, he will be found. He will make you strong. He will cover you. He will protect you and he will provide for you. So in, in the midst, I mean, just like the Hebrew children, they were thrown in the fire, but God protected them. In the midst of the storms that are coming, you know, if, you, if you're found in his will, he will protect you. Amen to that, my brother. Bob, you're always so gracious with your time. Your information is bountiful and your sincerity is notable. And I want to thank you very much for coming on here. Uh, people, check your preps, talk to Bob. He'll let you know where you're at, what you got to do. Take advantage of what he does for nothing. No thing. He charges nothing for this, which is so unusual. Bob Griswold, thank you very much, sir. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Bob, Bob Griswold of ReadyMadeResources.com. And uh, I, I got to tell you, you're getting it from the expert. There is nobody better in this country at what he does than what he does. And Bob Griswold is the very best. And we're so fortunate to have him here. Thank you for showing up. I appreciate your interest in your country, your responsibility you're taking for yourself, because you'll be my partner, not my dependent, as we go forward in tough times. Thank you again. We'll see you back here again next time.